has a cactus, you're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. You're a monster, Mr. Grinch. Your heart's an empty <laughs> The Grinch, the Grinch that stole Christmas by Dr. Seuss. Mmm, one of my favorites. Do you know a Grinch? Ah, uh, we've all known a few Grinches. Meanies, also known as Ebenezer's or Scrooge's. <laughs> uh, one of my favorites by uh, Charles Dickens. You know, Charles Dickens was uh, also the man they say saved Christmas. It's actually a movie about Charles Dickens. Well done. Well acted, the scenery, everything. Great movie. It's called The Man Who Saved Christmas and it's about Charles Dickens when he wrote uh, A Christmas Carol or the story of Scrooge, whatever you want to call it. Most people call it A Christmas Carol. And I think he wrote that in 1840. I'm not sure, 1838, something like that. But anyways, a uh, really good movie if you have a chance to see it. The Man Who Saved Christmas. And a very good movie. And he was a good guy. He was a, you know, a guy's, a man's man. He was good-hearted. He would go through uh, a writer's block, as we call it. And uh, to get out of it, he'd just go out in the public, out in the social world, go to a restaurant. and He'd see people that would r r make him think of, oh, I'm going to, this is going to be Scrooge, or this is going to be this character. Or, you know, he wrote so many other books, you know, Pip or something. He, he got his ideas from, from people, from, like, if you go to the casino and you're people watching and, hey, this, this guy looks like I could make a movie about him or make him a character in a book or a movie. And uh, that's what he did. And uh, he went through ups and downs, but uh, with, with that book put him over the top. And uh, he was very good to his friends, very good to his family, good family man, good friend, and all-around good person. So if you get a chance to see it, see it. The Man Who Saved Christmas, about, uh, a movie about Charles Dickens, the author of A Christmas Carol and many, many other books, Tale of Two Cities and um, all those other great novels. One of my favorites. It's, uh, I have a kind of a dichotomy with uh, my favorites. Uh, I like Edgar Allan Poe, who writes about uh, evil and darkness and badness and sci-fi and horror. And then uh, Dickens, who writes about... Christmas and uh, life and ups and downs. So, both two of my favorite authors, along with uh, I like John Steinbeck, who wrote uh, *Mice and Men*. I am, I know I was a teacher, an English teacher, for over 20 years. I'm not really a big. I like some of Shakespeare's work, but I found it, even as a student, complex and kind of boring. But I do like a lot of the characters that he had. Not necessarily the stories, but the characters that he had in it. Hamlet, Macbeth, and, and some of the quotes from the uh, books that he wrote, like, He who steals my purse steals trash, and I think thou dost protest too much. And Of course, Romeo and Juliet is a, a romantic novel that you appreciate as you get maybe <laughs> a little older. As a kid, you don't like it. You want to go to a Disney movie and watch, uh, you know, the Alamo or something, but anyways, uh, the Grinch. Yep, uh, one of the uh, one of the great uh, stories. Boris Karloff was the, I think it was 1964, was the voice uh, or the narrator of the Grinch in the voice of the Grinch. 
in the original. And they've made a few uh, remakes of it. And there's a cartoon out now, The Grinch. And it's very, I liked it. It was very funny. I thought it was going to be kind of mundane and maybe a little over the top and boring. But it was good. It's funny. In the cartoon Grinch, he's... Uh, He's not really a mean person. He just does not like Christmas. He doesn't like the fanfare of it. And he has his dog, Max. And he's not mean to Max at all, the dog. He's really good to him. They're kind of buddies. But he's just against Christmas. Other than that, he's funny. And he's like a, he's like a Jerry Seinfeld of, uh, of Grinches. He's kind of like a wisecracker, wise-ass. Not like here on the Toxic Wise-Ass Show. And that's what you're listening to right now here on Renegade Talk Radio uh, from Las Vegas. And I want to tell you to take, tune into many of our other shows and programs we have on here. We cover everything. Politics, news, sex, everything. Movies, sports. All our shows, you'll find one that you like. So if you uh, want to listen to interest, something interesting, something different than what's on TV or satellite radio or, you know, listening to your CDs. I've, I've listened to so many of mine. I've got a bag full of my Jeep. And I put one in, then I'll listen to live sports talk, or I'll listen to a live radio, or I'll listen to one of our shows from talk, from Renegade Talk Radio. So I kind of like the, I kind of like the a variety. Listen to this and listen to that. But uh, we cover everything, especially uh, here on the Toxic Wise Show. We're covering Christmas, and we're saying Merry Christmas, right, Santa? Ho ho ho! That's right. I hope all you sons of bitches been good out there and uh. uh Christmas land, because me and the elves, we're not delivering to any badasses. Right, Elfie? <laughs> That's right, Santa. Oh, yeah, Santa's not delivering to any bad people, so. No, ISIS and Nazis will not get presents. So, uh, and evil people. But everyone else probably is going to get uh, some presents. And uh, this time of year, we have to think of the unfortunates, too. And that's why you want to drop some money and some change into the kettle of the Salvation Army. It all adds up. Uh, give to St. Jude's, give to toy drives, a lot of police departments, fire departments, and the Marines, they all, uh, God bless our United States Marines. Um, not only do they protect our country and have for over 200 years, they collect toys for kids at Christmas. There's always that little cute commercial where um, the little boy goes up to the Marine and the Marine gives him a present or something like that. So uh, give, give what you can. I mean, you can't, you know, you give what you can. Makes you feel good inside, even if it's just a little bit. And I also like to give to animal shelters because uh, winter is a tough time of year. We don't want little dogs and cats and other little animals out in the cold. And they've got to be fed. They've got to be sheltered. They've got to be heated. They've got to have medic medical, medical care and vet veterinary care. Dude, I can't talk. And so uh, we want to look after our pets, too, and the uh, animal shelters. So, you know, just give what you can. Drop the change in the box, as Cartman would say. Put the money in the box. And uh, just do what you can out there. And uh, make somebody's Christmas good. I, uh, You know, not everybody. You know, Christmas for me was like, it could have been much better. could have got a lot more presents. It could have got nothing. <laughs> So, you know, I was always pretty happy, and uh, I always appreciate, uh, like I said, my list of favorite toys, of course, would be the Lionel train sets, the Give a Show projector, uh, cap guns, shoot and shell, cap guns, um, tape recorder, 
movies, 8mm movies, castle films, showing my projector, Tinker Toys and Army sets, anything to do with that kind of fun um, was my favorites. And a lot of the, I guess you'd call classic toys that uh, kids like video stuff now, robots, all that. But uh, some of the classic toys are still favorites out there. So, well, we're wishing you a Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 like I said, here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show, we're covering Christmas theme right up until New Year's. New Year's, wow, that's kind of scary, isn't it? And speaking of Scrooges, I mentioned the last show about the thieves stealing uh, Salvation Army kettles. Uh, I haven't had word yet whether they were caught. We'll let you know here on the Toxic Wise Ash Show. It was, on, it was on national news. It was on ABC News. I don't know about the other ones, but I, I usually watch ABC News when I'm not watching Fox or CNN. I kind of watch them all just to see what's going on. And I always hated news as a kid. My grandparents and parents watched it and... It's always bad, uh, especially when you grow up. And you know, I was in junior high when Vietnam was going on, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. And uh, I just remember Walter, Walter Cronkite, Vietnam was a mess. I mean, he was always, it was a mess, kind of negative. I didn't want to talk about it. Didn't have to go. Vietnam was over by the time I was a junior, I think, or sophomore. Sophomore, I think. So, uh, But I did get my draft card, and I signed it, and had it. I should have kept it. I don't know where it went. But anyways, uh, I was patriotic. I still am. And uh, wasn't looking forward to going to Vietnam if I'd had to. I'd, I'd, even at 14, 15, I knew it wasn't a just war. We weren't attacked by the Viet Cong. They didn't drop any bombs on Pearl Harbor. They didn't attack us. They weren't invading us. Uh, it was a horrible war brought on by politicians, both Democrat and Republican, Kennedy, Johnson, Nixon, and John McNamara, was it John? Robert, Ma Robert McNamara, yeah. Ro Robert McNamara, it was just a horrible folly and horrible decision to go in and stay and keep wasting um, lives, really, money, blood and, blood and treasure. But um, I never could understand Korea either. What are we doing there? What are we doing? In, what are we still doing in South Korea? Let them fight. Did they? Did the Koreans and the Viet Cong, Vietnamese? Did they come over here during our Revolutionary War, or our Civil War? No, they didn't. I just um, I know communism was a big threat, but you can't you can't nation build and you can't protect everybody. And uh, turned out, anyways, that South Vietnam was more corrupt than North Vietnam. Vietnam, South Vietnam government was so corrupt. They were so bad. They were so, one of the most corrupt governments ever in history. And inept and uh, just horrible. Of course, uh, Tom, uh, Burns, Ken Burns does a good story about Vietnam and Civil War, but latest one was Vietnam. So if you get a chance to see that, see that. And now that's not very Christmassy talk, but we hope to catch anybody who does bad things at Christmas time, like stealing gifts and presents and money for uh, charities. Well, sports fans, I played ball tonight, and uh, I'm sore. Sore as a Texas mule going uphill with a double backpack. An old Texas mule. But you got to keep rolling. Because you know what happens to old cars if you don't keep them going? 
if you don't lube them and gas them and treat them right, keep them in the bar garage, keep special attention to them, they rust, they rot, and they break down. But do you ever see the cars that uh, the car fanatics, they, they take care of, they keep in the garage, they repaint it, they lube it, the engine looks brand new. Like the cars they do in Cuba. Because they can't get any new cars. They can't get the, they, they have to, you know, make do with what they've got. It looks like a picture or a film from the 50s or 60s when you look at the cars in Cuba. 57 Chevys, 55 Chevys. I mean, I haven't seen any Model Ts, but uh, some really old cars there. Um, I don't think they can buy cars still from the United States, so. But I don't know why they don't get them from Japan. Japan, I don't think, has an embargo, but I don't know. What's really head-scratching is we trade with the largest communist country, but we don't trade with the smallest communist country. Does that make any sense? Someone's got to explain that to me. Somebody in the government, somebody, a politician, civics, a professor from Harvard, somebody's got to explain that to me. We trade with Vietnam, who we had a 10-year war with. We trade with uh, China. We even, uh, well, technically Russia isn't communist anymore, but they're semi-socialist communist country. Putin's been president for 20 years. Doesn't look like he's going to leave anytime soon. But anyways, um, you got to take care of your body. I was just telling somebody tonight, I would be game, especially with the new year coming up, if I could go to a clinic and have some experimental work done on me, because I, I would have nothing to lose. You get into your 50s, and uh, you're going to be sore. I mean, I've been sore since I've been in my late 30s. You know, your prime age is like 30, you know. Uh, well, it's the uh, age 30, 30 to 35, where you got to watch yourself, where you can get fat. But if you're still playing ball, which I was, you stay in pretty good shape, pretty good shape. Of course, you know, 17, 18 to 25 is the optimum. But uh, you're still in good shape by your 30s. But after that, oh my. Oh, I had aches and pains in places I didn't know I had. I remember being a kid and watching some of the older guys play and talking about their back and their knees. Well, my back's good. It's just my left knee and, of course, I get blisters. And I was using uh, liquid Band-Aid, and that helped for a while, but I found using Vaseline, petroleum jelly on your toes and your feet. Keeps your feet moist and uh, <clears throat> it keeps the blisters away because it's friction that causes the blisters. Friction between your foot, your socks, and your shoe. So sometimes I get them bad and sometimes I don't. I don't know. It's weird. But uh, anyways, I would be up for any experimental clinics that would have free trials for new knees or knee. They say there's actually some kind of knee, not replacement, like you get plastic knees, but there's a, some kind of new, treat, new treatment, new method they have. But um, I don't know much about it. And i got to keep my weight down, because if I keep my weight down, that would mean my knees would feel better, not looking so much weight. So, New Year's resolution there. Got to keep it. I did I did it last year. I uh, after, Right after New Year's, I dropped about uh, 15, close to 20 pounds. Kept it off for about several months and then started eating junk again. 
I know so many guys that have lost weight, put it right back on. So hopefully I can keep it keep it down uh, in the new year to come here on the Toxic Wise Show on Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, this is Leo the Lafart Leprechaun. <laughs> Wishing everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Well, thank you, Leo the Leprechaun, one of our friends. Leo pops up every once in a while, and of course he farts. He's not, uh, doesn't have a pot of gold. I think he's got a pot of poop by all the farts he lets out. But anyways, we love Leo the farting leprechaun. He's a good egg. Not like that evil leprechaun in those movies. That guy's scary. I don't know if that's uh, computer-generated evil leprechaun or it's a little person playing the part. I don't know. I'll have to Google that, I guess. But he sure is a a mean uh, SOB. And every time they kill him, like most monsters, like Freddy, and Jason, and Michael Myers, and Frankenstein, Dracula, they all come back, don't they? Well, this Christmas, uh, we're mostly uh, watching uh, Christmas shows, movies, and I like them all. The classics, uh, TV, movies, Miracle on 34th Street, of course, Rudolph, and... Uh, Elf. <laughs> I noticed that last year they didn't show that movie Fred Claus. But they were showing it all the time this year. I think because Kevin Spacey was in it. And he got in trouble for last year. I don't know what happened with that. He seems to be a pedophile or something. I don't know. Something's weird. I'd, I'd heard bad things about him when I was in Hollywood. And listen, I don't care what somebody's orientation is. But if you're a pedophile, that's not good in any any way, shape, or form. So, but anyway, we're going to keep it upbeat theme here on the Toxic Wise Ed Show. Wishing you a Merry Christmas. It's been very cold up here in the great northeast. Uh, 15, 16, 17 below zero. But we're supposed to get a break here a few days before Christmas, a week before Christmas, whatever. I don't know. They say that sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't. But uh, it's supposed to be close to 40. We'll see. They said that last week and it didn't happen. So they said we were going to get warm rain from the hurricane or something and that didn't happen. So yes, it's the year 2018 and we still can't get the effing weather right. Oh well. We do know that it's winter here in the great northeast. That we know for sure. So Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I don't really want to go on a sleigh ride. Too cold. The OE Patriots fan are st- fans are still recovering. It was funny on Facebook. There were so many reactions. There was, um... Oh, we have uh, basketball on in the background. Yes, I'm always watching basketball. And, uh, <coughs> speaking of sports, we, uh, <coughs> Patriots fans pooped our pants last uh, Sunday when the Patriots had a lead and they let Miami go 70 yards down for a a gimmick touchdown. And you had Gronk who has lead feet. He's big and strong and he used to be quick but he's lost a lot of it. He was the last line of defense 
and sadly enough to say that uh, that didn't work. So the Patriots snatched defeat from the jaws of victory, as they say. Disgraceful. If they had won that game, they'd be in the, the catbird seat because Pittsburgh has lost like three in a row. And Kansas City's got some tough games coming up. They would have a chance to get a home field advantage, but they're probably going to lose that. They sucked. They didn't deserve to win. If you can't win in Miami, if you can't beat that horrible team, then you don't deserve to go to the playoffs, really. You don't deserve to win the Super Bowl. You don't deserve to get in the playoffs. That's just my opinion. And uh, they sucked. And something about their defense, they rise up to good teams, but they've lost to sucky teams. They lost to Miami. They've lost to Detroit. They've lost to Jacksonville. I mean, they that's, those teams suck. And you beat Kansas City, and you beat, uh, you know, some of these other good teams. I mean, what the hell? What's going on? But anyways, you know, the Patriots, they don't pay my rent. They don't pay my car payment. So if they lose, it's on them. Nothing I can do about it, just as a fan. But the Celtics are starting to play better, so we have, we do have some hope. And maybe the Patriots will start to play better, right? They can they can't play much worse than they did there. They, they next game with Pittsburgh, they've got to win that, or they're going to be in bad trouble. Because the truth is, if they don't get home field advantage, they suck on the road. They just they're just a different team. You can't even recognize them. They suck on the road. They lose to bad teams on the road. So what are they going to do against good teams on the road? You know, I have to be a Debbie Downer, but uh, come on. Let's get with it, guys. Get your heads out of your ass. Gronk, stop doing effing Tide commercials and start getting touchdowns. God, that pisses me off. These ass clowns on TV. <laughs> tide. F Tide. Get a goddamn touchdown. Please. Thank you. I know I hate to be vile at Christmas time and swear, but it pisses us off as fans. Hey, what's your uh, favorite uh, holiday drink? Is it uh, eggnog, and hot cocoa, or cappuccino? I kind of like them all. I uh, get myself a big uh, Christmas-type cup, and uh, I double load it with Swiss piss, Swiss miss, I should say. And then I put whipped cream in it and some water and maybe a touch of uh, milk or cream. And um, off we go. And uh, it's very good. I love chocolate. I love hot chocolate. But I love my tea. and love eggnog. Hood, uh, there's a hood, hood Dairy up here in Maine. Very popular in central Maine. And we have Holton Farms Dairy. Both very good. But Hood makes the best gold. And it's called Golden Eggnog. And, oh, boy, is it good. It, uh, you can really taste the, uh, you know, the eggnog flavor. You can really taste the vanilla in it, which I always like. We used to make it as kids. My sister and I used to make our own eggnog. I don't know if, if it would be safe nowadays because you, you have to you kind of use raw eggs in a mixer, some vanilla and some milk and a little water. So uh, I don't think I'd do that anymore. Besides, it's so much easier just to buy it. But uh, certainly enjoy, maybe a little, in college we used to have a little eggnog and uh, some of the professors might put a little rum into it. Of course, they couldn't do that nowadays, really, I don't think. be getting in trouble. Because back in my college days, uh, 18 was drinking age. So uh, most everybody in college could drink. So the professors might have a party or at the bar or at their house or something. And they would have, uh, maybe even in the school sometimes, they would have 
some eggnog with some rum in it. And, uh, ooh, what was that good? But, um, oh, whatever your drink is, I hope you enjoy it. I like the Dunkin' Donuts, and I like, uh, we have a Tim Hortons. I kind of like them both. And, uh, I, 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 I go to both of them. So, but, uh, I'm going to be trying to drink a lot of water after the holidays because not as tasty as hot chocolate or a cappuccino, but, uh, a lot better. And I do already drink a lot of water great deal of it. Ever since I got kidney stones about uh, 15 years ago, doc, uh, a doctor was actually a friend of mine. Not a good friend, but an acquaintance. I refereed his kids' games, <clears throat> and I walk into the doctor's office in pain. He goes, what's the matter? I go, backache, you know, blah, blah, blah. He goes, kidney stones. He goes, drink a lot of water. So, I have ever since then. Because, you know, as kids, you really don't drink a lot, uh, you know, a lot of water. But if you get kidney stones, believe me, you'll change that habit. <laughs> and now a pres and now a message from our president, Donald J. Trump. Hello everybody. <laughs> I want to wish everybody. Merry Christmas. We got a lot, a lot of problems, but Christmas ain't one of them. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. By the way, I'm innocent of any charges. <laughs> well, thank you, Mr. President. That was uh, President Donald J. Trump saying Merry Christmas to everyone all over the world. Yes, Merry Christmas. He says it, and we say it here, even though we're not a political show. Actually, we don't like politicians, at least I don't. Now, necessary evil that they are, like having to poop or throw up or pay taxes, and, other, and any other necessary evil you can think of. Uh, but anyways, this is still the greatest country on earth. As General Patton said, Always love your country. Never trust the government, but always love your country. And uh, I do, and I think uh, most people do. So, Merry Christmas to all from Donald J. Trump. Hey, for all you uh, Match.com, Harmony, whatever, POF, Plenty of Frogs, <laughs> whatever date site you're on, what is that the kids like? Tinder. Yeah, Tinder. I have a few friends on there, and I've, I've had friends that meet people. Listen, these dating sites are just uh, a reflection of, uh, of life, really. Whether you go into a restaurant, you're set up on a date, uh, you go to a bar, you're online. Uh, you know, it's all, it can be good or bad either way. They always say don't meet somebody in a bar. I don't know about that. I have, and... Although it didn't work out great all the time, but sometimes it's somebody you know in the bar. <clears throat> so there's no really perfect way, and there's no really probably bad way. I still think meeting in a bar is okay as long as you're careful. But you've got to be careful no matter what you're doing, because you could be catfished or scammed or you know killed, uh, especially girls. Women have to be careful. They have to be really careful, because many single women, of course, have kids at home with them. And so you're bringing the kids into this. And I know because my, my mom was uh, single for many years and dated while my parents were split. 
and so uh, you know that's uh, something that I know about but uh, they got to be careful and uh, no matter what you're doing uh, because I've even known people who set people up on dates matchmakers as they're called I guess it works out sometimes and sometimes it doesn't oh in the workplace you meet people at the workplace and sometimes uh, the employers have rules against that but doesn't always stop it but anyways if you're uh, looking for a hot date for Christmas or under the mistletoe for some kissing or a New Year's happy New Year's date which is coming up fast my god it was a 4th of July now we're looking at Christmas and the New Year but uh, no matter what you do you got to be careful out there so if you're uh, if you're out dating or looking for a date just uh, use common sense you know, Dr. Phil will tell you that. Now, I, I'm guilty because I criticize Dr. Phil because he does r like to roast men. If you go on there and you're a man, you're probably going to get roasted and toasted like a peanut. Because he kind of placates to his audience, which is mostly women. But uh, he does have a lot of uh, common sense techniques. Like, pe you teach people how to treat you. And the best predictor of future behavior is fast past behavior. That's why when I taught history, I always tell the kids, why it's important to learn history is because you learn from it. Now, if you knew you were going to buy a ticket on the Titanic and you knew it was going to happen, you certainly wouldn't buy that ticket, would you? So, but anyways, if you're out there dating, just be careful in this upcoming season. And uh, also, it's very cold out. <laughs> Man, be a tough meeting on cold nights like this. Stay warm with a hot cup of coffee or cocoa with some whipped cream on it. That's what I'm going to have in a little bit here on my break at uh, Studio Studio 1G um, here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show on Renegade Talk Radio. Your best place. Hope you're enjoying all the fine shows that we have here, especially coming up for the Christmas season and the new year, too. Hello there, this is Vladimir Putin, President, Premier, King, Tsar, whatever you want to call me, of Soviet, well, not Soviet Union anymore, Russian Federation, wishing everybody, Amerikansky, especially my good friend, Donald Trump, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Das Vidania. Well, thank you, President, uh, Premier, King, Tsar, whatever you are of Russia, for your uh, your uh, Merry Christmas wishes. Yeah, we're getting all kinds of celebrity uh, commercial, uh, well, all kinds of celebrity wishes for Christmas. We've had uh, President Trump and Kim Jong-un, uh, Dick Cheney, and so many more. And uh, we always appreciate them calling in. Uh, to wish Merry Christmas or whatever the season is or just to call in and say golly hello hello from the toxic wise that show and again we're uh, doing our Christmas theme show right up to the New Year's and a uh, special New Year's show with some surprises the surprise will probably be if I'm still here on the air no I'm just kidding uh, we're looking forward to it uh, our third year of being on the air here on the Toxic Wise Show on Renegade Talk Radio. 
We're loving it. Well, our bipolar weather, as I call it, uh, is uh, swinging around again. We go from 18, 19, 20 below with a wind chill factor to about 40. And I got to tell you, uh, I don't know about the global warming thing. I, I, I think uh, I, in my lifetime, since I've been in, going to grade school in the late 60s and high school in the late 70s and college, graduated uh, and started teaching in around 1980, I have seen winters here. I mean, I've spent a few away in Florida, New York, and L.A., Hollywood area for five years, two and a half years, and then two and a half years <coughs> after that. I really loved Hollywood weather. I loved L.A., southern L.A. weather. Not so much for the fires, mudslides, and earthquakes, but uh, like I've said on every show, you have to put up with something no matter where you live. But um, I have, I remember, I mean, you could, I remember 48 below in high school once. The air was blue. And we had school, you know. There's a comedian friend of mine, Bob Marley. He does a lot of Maine topical comedy. And he talks about uh, his school never, never let out for winter storms. Every other school is canceled, but Deering. He went to Deering in southern Maine and uh, by Portland. And uh, <laughs> we had school. I mean, uh, our town, the buses had, uh, they had garages to, to be in, so you, uh, although I never took the bus when I lived, uh, when I started sixth grade, because uh, we moved to a new town, and I'd taken the bus before, and the school I was in, but uh, in the town that I'm, we moved to, I never took the bus. I was about a half a mile from the grammar school, and a half a mile from the high school. So it was kind of a so-so. Eh, when it was cold, it was not a pleasant walk. But the weather's been kind of up and down. And uh, I think last year it was so miserable just before Christmas that nobody wanted to go shopping because every day was like 30 below and uh, nasty and cold. And really, when it's that cold, you don't really feel like doing much. And uh, staying inside, keeping warm. And then, of course, it got warm and it slushed up, and then at night the slush freezes back to ice, and ooh, it's a merry-go-round. It's a it's a real merry-go-round of weather, but uh, something we have to deal with. You don't you don't want to wish your life away. Kind of tired of doing that because I'm like, oh, I can't wait till spring. Well, you know, you talk in April, maybe middle of April, things start to get nice here in the Great Northeast, New England. Um, that's quite a ways away, really. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. So you just kind of have to grin and bear it. And of course, I, the you know, the cold and snow never bothered me when I was a kid. When you're in grade school and high school, even college, in your 20s and 30s, doesn't bother. You get to 40s and you get some little arthritis here and there, and you hit 50, it it bothers you. And although, like I said, you have to deal with uh, something no matter where you live. Uh, I do prefer prefer to be. I'm not a winter guy. I don't snow ski. I don't. I don't. Uh, snowmobile I don't ski I don't ice skate fine for those that do but I don't I just try to stay warm and do indoor activities to keep busy but uh, it's uh, shaping up to be a so-so Christmas we have had some big storms at the uh, end of November but nothing and made beginning of December maybe a little bit but nothing yet and uh, nothing that I can see it looks like it's going to be fairly calm but you never know because these storms 
erupt and start in like uh, Siberia and hit the Arctic and then hit Canada and then sweep down through the Midwest and then eventually get to the East Coast. And sometimes when they get here, they're hit or miss. We're either going to get 10 feet or nothing. It could be 50 degrees, it could be 35 below. So you just never know. But we're, uh, we're uh, gearing up for a great Christmas, hopefully. Somebody asked me today, do I have all my Christmas shopping done? Uh, well, you know, I told you once before, I'm a kind of a procrastinator. Always have been. And not that I'm cheap, but the best deals do come after Christmas, even online. And I'm, I don't do too much shopping online. Um, I like to hold, I'm old school, I like to hold the material, I like to hold the product in my hand. Also, sending stuff back is a real pain. So if I get it at a store that I know I can take it back, it's a lot less of a nuisance, let's say. Plus I get to hold it and see what it's like. I've gotten stuff in the mail, it's like, what? Uh, this isn't what I wanted or expected. But uh, people that shop online seem to be, they like it. and. They keep doing it. And, of course, the people that shop, like, on QVC and uh, shopping channels, they like that, and they go crazy. Maybe a little too crazy. I've heard some horror stories. <laughs> I know Halloween has gone by, and it's Christmas time, but I've heard some horror stories about people, uh, you know, that uh, are uh, kind of addicted to the shopping channels, the same kind of people that are addicted to buying... Uh, scratch off lottery tickets or going to the casino, winning a thousand and then uh, losing it all <laughs> within a few minutes after winning it. If you win, go home. Be glad you did. Go Christmas shopping. But uh, it's looking to be a great Christmas, like I said, here on the Toxic Wise Ass Show uh, on Renegade Talk Radio. And uh, we certainly hope that uh, you're going to have a great Christmas. And we're going to have a little holly jolly Christmas. This is, of course, Burl Ives from uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer show from 1964. God, I love that. Used to get my uh, Christmas cookies out, milk or tea, whatever, and sit down and enjoy it. And uh, it was an hour long with the commercials in it, so it was quite the show. So uh, I always love this song, Holly Jolly Christmas. Burlice had quite the voice, didn't he? And uh, he sings uh, Silver and Gold. Of course, one of my favorites, too, is Mr. Magoo Christmas. i got to watch that. i got to find it online or dig it up in my DVD collection. Well, this has been our show for uh, today. Toxic Wise Ash Show again here on uh, Renegade Talk Radio. All kinds of great shows to listen to here on this uh, network. So make sure you give us all a, a listen. Especially my show. <laughs> and uh, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We're going to continue our Christmas theme shows right up until New Year's 2019. My God, whatever. I never, I never knew that, uh, well, it's here. Almost. What happened to the summer? I don't know. But, uh, again, this has been our show. So thanks for tuning in and uh, Merry Christmas and a Happy Upcoming New Year. Thank you.